Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff Stein is our national and presidential expert. Noted authors find his books at your favorite place where you find books. Also online at uh, totallyiowa.com, the Iowa Business Report, the Iowa Politics Report, come to us from his mothership, KXEL, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where he's kind enough to join us today. Hi, Jeff. Find them wherever you find books. Where Under you find books. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, there, there, it's a, it's becoming much more of a niche thing, man. I just have noticed that. All right. Uh, here's something I noticed that was frightening. What's that? I got to stop following you on Twitter X. Why? What did I do this time? You posted a photo of you in a gym. I know it's 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 hard Whoa. to believe. Yeah, it's, man. It's, uh, buff Matt. I it's... mean, I think the calendar next year. <laughs> we have discussed it's... that in just the laughter stops after about ten minutes, and we realize no, we we stay with landscapes. <laughs> what what I love is that here's a picture of Matthew, yes. your host, ladies and gentlemen, and he's got workout gloves on. Oh yeah, harbingers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like uh, they're workout gloves. Yes. Okay. We'll just go with that. Whatever. I mean, you, you got gloves on and you didn't have fingertips. So I knew it wasn't a Minnesota winter kind of thing. And it's like, uh, hey, look at these. And I can take a picture of myself. It's like, wow. Okay. Good for you. That's, that's tremendous. I'm, but I'm, again, it's too distracting. I can't look at the Twitter feed because I got this beefcake photo of Matt McNeil. Radio people are notoriously the gym is just something that they play an ad for on the station. You know, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. There are not good looking radio people. Oh, and there are two examples wait, yeah, right here, yes. right now that coming is, through your AM speech. It's human syrup of Epicac. All right. So, uh, speaking of, of revolting, Oh God, what a banner day yesterday for the Republican party. Uh, let's, we'll start in the house where, uh, you know, I, I, why do you have the vote to go after Mayorkas if you don't know if you've got the votes to do it? That's what's so stupid. They thought they had it. Is Emmer still the whip counting? Because this is the thing. And again, I'm not, well, the, the concern that was raised about Congressman Emmer when Speaker McCarthy held the gavel for that weekend or however long it was, was that they were screwing up because the whip is in charge of the count. And apparently he needed some, some help with counting because they were pushing forward and they didn't have the votes. Now, a couple of times where people go squirrely on you, okay, fine. But that's the most important job because the worst thing to happen is what? Come to the floor with a big issue, a lot of fanfare, and have a ooh, down in flames. And, and so the best you can do is say, well... Maybe tomorrow Scalise will be back from the doctor and we can try again. Wheel in the cancer oh, patient. Wow. <laughs> well, okay, so you have taught me over the years, if, if the way that this stuff goes, especially if you're mm -hmm. the party that holds the house, you want to get your kind of more 
you know, you know, you know, extremist, I guess, you know, more to the right in the case of the Republicans this time around, more to the right bills out now, because come June, you're all born again moderates, you know, because they, they, they have to run sure. as a middle of the road. And they, sure. So so they if they want to do stuff like this, they've got to get it done now. The only thing that they can't do is have what happened yesterday, where it's this guaranteed, you know, the, this thing that we've been promising this and it blows up in their face. It was a tie vote forever. And then who was it? Do we know who it was that flipped their vote to no? I don't recall. Mm. But there were four Republicans who bailed on it. Yeah. And the thing is, keep in mind, this was not the first time. It had happened before that they were wanting to move forward and they couldn't get the votes to move it forward. And so then comes yesterday and they're embarrassed and humiliated. response is, well, maybe the third time's the charm. And we'll try it when Scalise is done with his well, chemo. Were they going to do it this morning? Were they going to try to do it? I thought they were going to try to do it again this morning. I mean, were they, were, I didn't know what Scalise's situation was, but. He was receiving cancer treatments and could not be there to vote, but they were confident he'd be there. Here's the other thing about this. They also miscalculated because, and I could find it for you, but there was a Democrat congressman who was in the emergency room for a surgical procedure. And the Republican said, ooh, he won't be here to vote. This is going to work great. They bring the schmo in in a wheelchair in scrubs so he can vote to not impeach. Okay, now that's called motivated people. Yeah, well, so, so they're saying, well, you know, the guy's in the hospital, so let's go forward with it. That's as close as it came, and then they drag him in out of surgery. Oh my God! Well, and and Marjorie Taylor Greene out there, you know, insisting that it's some sort of evil plot. No, he's a house rep. He can vote. He's got the card. You know, that's the the deal. It's, it's just not an evil plot. The <laughs> poor man was having surgical procedures. And they couldn't even let him get off the juice long enough to drive himself to the Capitol. Well, let me ask you, uh, on the the special elections to fill some of these seats, the first mm-hmm. one is Santos's. They're, they're already actually in it early is. voting. It is. That's mm-hmm. more than likely going back to the Dems. And mm-hmm. so, and, and once again, this changes the dynamic. And I mean, I don't know the intricacies of the nuance of the math on this, but yeah, it seems like their window to try to get this done is right now. And I, okay, I'm no math whiz, but you can wheel Scalise on in there with the, you know, with his, with his tubes in his arm. The reality is you're still a vote short. Well, exactly right. And, and that's why they are pushing it now, because with a vacancy, you no longer, you have two vacancies, yeah. right? Uh, McCarthy's and Santos. So now well, no, who's the, guy that, the, the Ohio guy too, the guy that went to oh, the right, Youngstown right. state. Yeah. So you got 432 instead of 435. All right. So you need 50% plus one of 432. Well, if that gets back to 433 and the person that gets you to 433 is a Democrat, you're not going to try this again. And there is there is absolutely no sense that it is a sure thing that Republicans will hold on. It's a better chance than not that the Democrat will take the seat. Mm hmm. Yikes. And, and from, from a standpoint of, and, and again, I understand you promised your base you were going to do something. Here's the problem. Fail. <laughs> okay. well, you're exactly you right. But you're exactly right. But I mean, it's like, I mean, how many times do you have to have the pie in the face? 
before you realize maybe we should re- re- get more attainable apparently goals. One more. Uh, apparently, apparently so. one more yeah. because the problem with this. It, okay, we we don't like the border policy. Mayorkas is going to be the sacrificial lamb. All right, first of all, Mayorkas is only carrying out the administration's policy. Yeah, exactly. Is there any assertion in any way that he has gone off on his own? No. So fine, go impeach him. Frankly, if I'm him at this point, I say, here I am. Please do it. Because all that will happen is there will be an interim person appointed, not subject to Senate review because it'll be an interim appointment. Do you think all of a sudden it's going to be, well, now that Al's not here, we're going to change every? No, it is a it is the definition of futility when you have all these other issues that you can't shoot straight on. And if your whole goal is to basically do something visually to have that fall apart is just me. You just look. Well, you, look visual. Oh yeah. It looks better. This was as visual as a Matt McNeil Twitter post yeah. from a gym. Hello. Uh, Ken Buck tried. I mean, I, I, it's funny sometimes how when they retire, they announce they retire. They all of a sudden become sensible. Uh, he, he, you know, cause he's right. He's absolutely right. You can't do this. If the, if, if the Democrats take back the house and the, the president is a Republican, guess what? It, we've set a standard now that you can remove a count, you know, a, cha- a, a cabinet member whenever you want to. And, you know, they're trying to save them. But the reality is, is that it, I think it's very telling that only four of Republicans basically felt like this is a bad idea. Granted, once again, come June, I guarantee there's going to be at least 30 or 40 Republicans who are like, I, I, what vote are you talking about? I can't remember that because they're desperately going to be trying to keep their seat. But well, here, here's with regard to this. Yeah. You really, you really need a sounder for hypocrisy alert. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, Patrick and Brett can work on a sounder for the, uh, Matt McNeil show hypocrisy alert because I'm not, you know, that smart, but I seem to recall that when the Democrats put Donald Trump up for impeachment, we heard how you can't do this just because you disagree with him. This is going to set a horrible precedent. It's going to be tit for tat. What's this? It's just a different precedent. I mean, forget the Biden impeachment inquiry. That's the tit for tat in essence. But now you're going to expand upon it. Yeah, so it's a terrible policy. Let's expand upon it for the future. Holy cow. It, it's just, it's not even good red meat for your base because as you note, it's face plant time. Well, and speaking of which face plant number two out of the U S house yesterday, you have, once again, we criticize Emmer because he didn't have the votes on the Mayorkas thing. Then basically speaker Johnson brings up this standalone Israel bill. And you know, I, I get it. You're trying to do something to make yourself look strong, force the Senate's hand, all you did is make yourself look weak. All you did is you made yourself look like you're incompetent beyond incompetent. And yeah, I it just, it, th- that was not a good day for Speaker Johnson because it made me look at, I mean, that entire leadership of the Republican party that's in charge of the house right now, they look like they're just out of their league. The best they can do on the border issue is to say, we already passed HR two. We're not going to discuss anything until you, the Senate, take up the bill we already passed. That would at least have some sense of parliamentary consistency. But to then go this other route and say, well, we've passed the 
we've passed this bill. Well, now you can you can take it up on Israel. What? We didn't pass it? Uh-oh. I mean, it's yes. just... Well, it's just gotten to be ludicrous. How about the okay? just really quick on the border bill. Langford, Mm -hmm. the Republican out of Oklahoma, 30 years ago, that bill comes on out. He would have been carried out of the Senate on their shoulders. He would be the instantaneous front runner for the next presidential election. He would be that popular because that was like an 80 percent Republican bill. And I think Biden just knew it was going to happen. He played them like a fiddle. Langford is being basically almost run out of his party now. Because Donald Trump basically said this was a bad deal. The reality is they'll never get a sweetheart deal like that again in a divided Congress or a divided you know, a White House that's an opposite party. They'll never get anything that good again. And when the border patrol and when the border patrol unions out there saying, "What are you doing? This is a great bill," they they it's just it's amazing to me how bad they are at this. Well, they're still carrying him out. On their shoulders, but it's uh, dump him in the dumpster. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. And and you said he's almost being run out. He's already been censured by his own state party, and that was before the text of the bill came out. It, and not the biggest problem for Lankford was he really wasn't doing this. This is a McConnell thing. This is all McConnell. Mm-hmm. Why? And Lankford it screwed it up because he was coming out and saying, "No, the number is zero. Zero tolerance." And then when the bill shows that it's however many thousand, then he looks like an idiot. Why did McConnell have him do this? He just got reelected. He does not have to face voters again for four years. It's easy to put somebody in there like that because he's not up in 24. He's not up in 26. And they couldn't even deliver that strategy. And so now in addition to the dumpster fire that is the Republican caucus in the House, look at all of these folks who are openly sniping about Mitch McConnell in the Senate. And, you know, could he get a majority? What do they have? 49 Republican senators. Could he get 25 today? Doesn't matter because they've already missed their chance a year ago. So this is the the situation. The party in opposition cannot even figure out what to order on the menu, much less try to have a vote or a cohesive policy. Do you think Republicans, especially maybe come like August, will beg Biden to bring that bill back up again? Will they beg him to bring it back up again? Because they'll never get a bill. That, mm. that, that, that was a pretty sweet Republican bill for them. No, but see, but see, I'm going with this as uh, you haven't asked this question, but I think when we're talking at this time next year, Democrats have a majority in the House and the Senate and a Republican is in the White House. That's how goofy I think this is going to get. I, I, I disagree with your last thought process there. I just, I, 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 I just, I do not see this. Yeah, I've looked at numbers with Generation C and with minorities, and it's not what the, the Trump camp thinks it is. Speaking of which, let's talk about his immunity thing. That came down yesterday, too. Jeff Stein joining us. It's the Matt McNeil Show. The Edge Broadcasting in the evening on WCPT820 Chicago's Progressive Talk and in the afternoon on AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Jeff Stein, kind enough to join us today. Uh, Jeff, um, that ruling from the appellate court was pretty, 
Okay, you and I had talked, I think, two or three weeks ago about why it was taking so long. And, you know, the consensus was they're dotting I's crossing T's. They sure as heck did. Not mm-hmm. only that, but they very clearly pointed out that since you're going to be the pre- yeah, president of the United States and say that these that you have immunity, let us point out where you went wrong. Namely, you have nothing in law that says you need to insert yourself in the electoral col- uh, college count at the Congress. That is something you're not supposed to do. And when you swear to uphold the laws, that doesn't mean you yourself can ignore them. And, you know, my theory is, is that the Supreme Court might not put a hold on that ruling, but because of the nature of this, they're going to weigh in on it. But I think that when you look at that ruling, that's about as airtight as you kind of get. One of the things that is very important in law when you take something up on appeal is how did the lower court come to its decision? Okay. And, and even at the, at the very fundamental trial level, the rulings are very detailed and the reason they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And the reason is so the appellate court can see how the thought process worked. Yeah. They never should have to guess. It's sort of like, If I give you a, uh, let's say you're a math whiz and I give you a long division problem and in your head you come up with the answer. It may be correct, but you didn't show your work and I need to have you show your work. Exactly. What they were doing here was to say on appeal, this is the rationale we used. Now, higher court, you can tell us we're wrong, but you can't tell us we didn't consider a theory and didn't consider uh, precedent. So knowing the importance of the decision, knowing that it no doubt will go to the the Supremes, uh, they were very careful to spell it out. And they were very careful to note, we're not having any of this. Now, will that prevail on appeal? Whole different issue. But you can't say they didn't show their work. Did you, as a, as a person with a much better legal, legal understanding than I did, did you find any holes in it? Did you see anything that's saying, okay, that's the, the Supreme Court might have an issue with that? Did, did you see anything in that ruling at all? No, but I, I have to tell you, I wasn't studying all the briefs to see what the counter argument was per se. And if you think about it, the ruling should be so airtight as you look at it that you would say, well, certainly there's no way this is going to get reviewed. It's no different than a prosecutor's case when they make their case in chief. It better be airtight because that's, you know, without any rebuttal. At that mm-hmm. point, there's been no defense. So they've, they've certainly pushed it along, and you either embrace the original notion or you don't. And, you know, the, the, the concept that any president can do anything that person wants during that four-year period, that's a frightening thing just from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the problem, even, I think, the conservative justices on the Supreme Court, the, the, you know, the Alitos, the Thomases, who are generally, you know, very much are usually a red rubber stamp for Trump on these things, is that you're going to have to figure out a way to find the language in the Constitution that allows you to give this to Trump and Trump only and not allow this to become a free-for-all the next Democrat gets into that White House. And I just don't, well, yeah, exactly. There's just nowhere there's, there is nothing here. It's either one way or the other. And I don't even think Alito and Thomas want to give a Democrat 
a Democratic president that kind of ability to you know, shoot someone in the middle of the street and there are no consequences for it. We have separation of powers. We have three branches of government. Which I mean, they brought up is, in that in that ruling. There's, there, there, we have this by a design. And that's to your point about one of the individuals on the ballot inserting himself into the process. Now, granted, the vice president as president of the Senate is involved, but that's by a very specific grant. Yeah. It isn't the entire executive branch, and it's because, again, we have this wonderful system where there's uh, separation, but there's also very specified overlaps. And, uh, you know, okay, <laughs> let's see how this plays out. But uh, you didn't really think that was a strong argument that was going to be made anyway. Well, it's you? it's clear he's desperately just trying to delay these things. I mean, I mean, let's just be honest about it. what his whole goal is, is to win the election and then basically sure. throw out the entire system, because that's about the only even with your judges now are making this kind of ruling. The only option he has is to scrap the entire system and basically create him in some sort of new mold that is, you know, un, unable to be prosecuted. That's the entire thing. The fact that he's already in the Cannon case down in Florida, the documents case, he's already now putting in, I'm immune, even after this ruling, just shows you he's just trying to play out the clock. Because the reality is, I think that these cases, I mean, when he's doing this, when he's being so belligerent, when he has a lawyer that says, oh, I couldn't read Jack Smith's you know, uh, you know, discovery. I couldn't, I couldn't read it because I don't have a computer in my house or in my office. And when you're, when you're at that point where you're just trying to create such ludicrous excuses to delay it, I think he, this, this is an admission that this, they have the goods on him. And and at least in two or three of these that it's, you know, he's in real big trouble if this actually goes to court. I don't know that he's in real big trouble if it actually goes to court because that's a whole new evidentiary thing, mm -hmm. but to find, but to have the ground rules be, you have no privilege, you have no immunity, you have no cloak. That's the important part at this stage. And it, because you haven't even gotten to any evidentiary phase, you've only gotten to, can we even proceed with this? What I'm waiting for is, can you pardon yourself? Cause that's what we're looking at. Um, I, I, I'll be, well, I mean, it's, you have the fail safe there. You just, you get a lackey vice president who's basically, it's like you're without a doubt in my mind right now, Donald Trump is screening his vice presidential candidates. So will you pardon me? And then, you know, I, I don't even know if that even a question, will they clean that language up? I imagine they will, but you know, that's how you get around that. You've got to litigate it. You've yeah. got to litigate. He'll pardon himself on day one, if elected, and then there will be challenges. And only if he loses the challenge, will he hand it off to uh, a vice president, and then that's where the fun really begins. I the, the thing is, I love that appeal because it said you should have known better. Basically, you should know better than try this. And his entire argument in court is going to be, I'm too stupid to have known better. <laughs> and we will get a front row seat for that. Uh, Jeff Stein, once again, find his books all throughout the world. Uh, we'll have this on the weekend. Thanks, Jeff. Chicago by Minneapolis-St. Paul. Hour two up next.